Coffee with Chris, the official podcast of MKD Lifestyle, where we get multidimensional, kinetic, and very defiant on all things fitness and lifestyle. I am your host, Coach Chris. guys uh welcome back to coffee with chris um it's been a while since i've done a podcast and if i'm being completely transparent this is like the fifth time i've tried to record this episode um because i want to <laughs> i want to say the right things and and be honest but not go overboard um anytime i share anything personal it's to help other people um it is not for attention it is not for pity Um, I truly think that everything that happens to me in life is an opportunity to not only become a stronger, better version of myself, um, but to help other people. Um, that is truly what my whole entire fitness journey has been. Um, if you follow me, you clearly know that I'm a fitness coach and, um, I have had so many ups and downs in my fitness journey and I will share and be transparent about all of them. Um, some I'm, I'm embarrassed about some of the stuff I did with my fitness journey and how badly I treated my body. Um, but I share that again, not for sympathy, but because I know other people are going through it too. And I think when we find people who go through what we've gone through and that we can relate to, I mean, there's nothing better than to, to be able to help someone through their journey with the own, you know, the, your own ups and downs and your own trial and errors. Um, so this podcast, I'm going to get a little personal, but I, and it's a sensitive topic, but it's one that I I truly think that this world needs to talk more of. Um, and it's the silence and the not talking about it that I think makes it worse. And that is, um, depression. And, um, I kind of want to start off with clearly, if you are clinically severely depressed or have alcohol issues or whatever, you need to seek help. Um, I, I've gone to help for many things in my life, uh, because of, um, how severe it was. And so I've learned tools and tricks and, and I'm, I never got to a point where I needed, um, professional help. Um, but I hit a point in September as far as what I'm talking about today, I've had professional help in my lifetime, which I think has given me tools to be the person that I am today. Um, but I want to share with you some of my COVID blues because I think, um, I think that's something that's very serious right now. And um, I think a lot of people can relate. I am um, not a stranger to depression and anxiety. And in September, I hit a low, um, the lowest that I've hit in probably since my father died, um, which was about five years ago. And um, I do think I have a little bit of a seasonal depression since he died. Um, he died in November. And so it always seems the second that the snowfall happened, the first snowfall, um, I kind of hit this weird mental state and I have because he died. It was like the first snow, the big snow that we got in November, um, 2005. And so for some reason that just sticks with me. Weirdly enough, it snowed in like freaking July here or August. I mean, um, in the summer, it was still summer and it snowed here in Colorado. And so maybe that triggered it. I don't know. There's a, probably a lot of things that triggered it, but, um, my husband deployed in August and, um, COVID has been happening since January. Um, a lot of just contributing factors, um, 
I eventually hit a spot in September that I was very disappointed in myself um, because I've spent years building up the person that I am mentally. Uh, my physical transformation has nothing on what my mental transformation has been. And so I, I truly just never thought I'd hit a low like that again. I, I thought that, which is funny because in my fitness journey, I've hit ups and downs for years and it's just part of the journey. You learn how to take the highs and the lows. You learn how to get up when you fall down and you expect it. You expect that not every day will be perfect, but you, you make it as perfect as you can through your choices, through your actions. And for some reason, I just got to such a point in where I broke and I forgot all of what I've learned. And I, I let the bad part of me get the better part of me. So for those of you that have feel felt the COVID blues, um, I want to kind of tell you what I did to help. Um, and if you're going through it again, clearly, if you need medical like help, true professional help, I urge you to seek it. Um, because part of what I'm going to talk about today came from a therapist that I saw years ago, even before my dad died, um, that changed my whole world. Um, and I, I, how many books can you read and sticky notes can you post on your bathroom mirror with quotes? Quotes can only get you so far. You know, if you're a person who relies on motivation, that's the issue. Motivation fades. Quotes and that, that sudden urge to be good fades. And it's, we have to learn how to do the hard things when we are at the low. That's how we get out of it. And it can be the hardest thing, but it truly is very simple when you, when you realize what has to be done, it's the hardest thing, but it's the most simple thing. Um, once I kind of got out of my funk that I had in September, um, I, I, I reflected back on it and I looked back on it and I was like, wow, I had this saying that I have known for a very, very long time that I love that has stuck with me my whole life actually came to fruition in a sense of damn, I knew that, but I didn't implement that. Um, and it's, I think it's, it's either a Chinese folklore or maybe native American. I'm sorry. I cannot remember exact origin right now. Um, but it's about two, your body, like you have two wolves, you have the dark wolf, the bad wolf, and then you have the light wolf, which is a good wolf inside of you. And whichever one you feed grows. And if you look back and actually reflect on your actions, and I know this is true for all of you. This is so true. It's just, it's just how it is. Because I have seen people in my life that I love do this. And I myself have done this. When my life is full of garbage and I'm unhappy and I'm full of self-pity and sadness and anxiety and depression and I lack motivation and I'm undisciplined and basically the bad wolf, the negative crap that makes your life crap comes from you feeding that bad wolf. And how do you do that? How do you feed the bad wolf? Well, it comes from a plethora of bad decisions and they kind of look like this. Um, you drink a lot of alcohol. If you drink a lot of alcohol, that's a problem. I used to think it wasn't. I used to think, oh, it's just, you know, I came from a family who did drink a lot of alcohol and it just seemed normal. And once I kind of got out of that and realized how toxic it was, if you are drinking significantly every night, that is a problem, period. If you are eating like garbage 
And I think the two go hand in hand. Oftentimes when you drink a lot, you are eating like crap. And a lot, alcohol as far as a lot, I'm going to kind of put in there like a lot more than normal. I normally drink maybe once a week when my husband's here because we go out to date night. So once a week is normal for me. So when I'm drinking four, five, six, seven nights a week, that's a lot more than normal. Um, which again leads to the eating like crap. You're not eating well. You're ordering pizza or Grubhub all the time. You're eating out all the time. You're not eating nutritious foods. You're not moving a lot. You are on your couch, watching TV, playing video games, watching Netflix, whatever it is, but you're on your ass on the couch. Maybe you're scrolling through Instagram. So you're not moving a lot. You're probably not getting a lot of sun. You wake up maybe if you work outside of the home in COVID and you're allowed to go outside at your job, you have a slight period of sunshine from your car to your office. You're not going for a walk on your lunch. You have a small amount of outside time from the office to your car, but then you get home and you're inside all day. So AKA your vitamin D, your sunlight, you're not getting a lot. And maybe you're listening to depressing music or watching depressing shows. That's how you feed your bad wolf. You don't do anything. You just kind of drink a lot. You eat a lot. You're not motivated. Maybe your laundry's piling up in the corner. Your house really kind of needs a clean, but you don't feel like it. So it's kind of just dirty. You don't do anything, right? We've all been in that kind of weird depressed state where just literally the, the minor inconveniences of life just seem monumental to overcome. But it's funny because we call it lazy and we call it doing nothing, but you are actually choosing. You are literally, and that's what this whole podcast is about to get out of that funk. You need to understand that by doing that, by doing nothing, you are literally doing something. You are choosing the bad wolf. You are choosing depression. You are choosing anxiety. You are choosing negativity. It's not happening to you. You're choosing it. Because how you get out of that and how you feed the good wolf, and once you start feeding the good wolf as hard as it is in the beginning, you will flourish. I promise you, you will. It will suck. I, I, I will. To get out of that, what I just explained, alcohol, the food, the no movement, no sun, if it were easy, everyone would do it. We wouldn't hit the lows. In September, I hit that low. I drank a lot more than I should have every night. I was drinking literally every night. Sometimes one glass. Most of the time it was three or four glasses of wine. And I gave it an excuse. I said, well, it helps me sleep. I even talked to my husband about it. I was like, it's my night-night juice. I was making a joke, but it wasn't a joke at the time. It was true. Instead of having a nighttime routine, going to bed early, turning off the TV, maybe taking a hot bath or a nice shower, reading a book, doing some meditation or some prayer or even some stretching, instead of doing that, which would have required a little bit of work, I drank until I felt sleepy enough to turn the TV off and go to bed. Not healthy, not conducive. And because I was drinking at night a little more than I should have, I woke up feeling kind of groggy most days. I never woke up, I never like drank myself to like blackness, right? I just drank a little too much to where I felt it the next day. Was so you're not really hungover, but you're kind of groggy, clearly dehydrated because you're drinking alcohol instead of water. 
So I'm kind of just not feeling it. So I wouldn't wake up early. I pressed snooze until the last moment. So I didn't have time to make my coffee and go outside like I normally did. So no sunlight. Um, I was feeding the bad wolf so bad that I started really getting fearful of going outside near people. I kind of developed an anxiety around people. Um, simply because I stopped going on my walks. And every time I went on my walk, I would see people playing at the park of all genders, of all races, like normal people do. The media wants us to think that we are all monsters, but when you get out and realize that people are still people, it's refreshing. But I stopped doing that because I was so lazy and just, you know, I was not feeding the wolf the good wolf. So I would work until I felt it was acceptable to start drinking wine. And it got worse and worse. In the beginning, it was just a few glasses, you know, a few times a week, more often than normal. And I knew it. I was like, whoa, you're drinking more. You should probably chill on that. It wasn't a problem, but it became a problem. And um, I made a rule after my dad died that I would not drink when I was sad. Because when I drank when I was sad, I used it as a crutch and it just kind of spiraled out of control. Because when you feel sad, you just want to feel better. And honestly, it didn't make me feel better. It made me feel worse, but it kind of just, you know, it takes that edge away. And so I broke that rule in September. And that was me choosing. And when you, when you can realize and understand your choices and what you are actually choosing... It makes a big difference. Um, the therapist I talked about earlier that made a huge difference in my life, um, she didn't just talk to me. She didn't just give me these motivational sayings. She literally forced me to work through my problems and forced me to understand what I was doing when I was doing it. And so that little tidbit, her name is Dr. Caroline Leaf. Um, she wasn't my therapist. That would be freaking cool. But uh, she's a world-renowned brain, um, I would say brain professional. You can go look her up. Um, she's amazing. Her work is amazing. Um, and if you don't learn to work through your problems in a actual intentional way, they're going to, they're going to build up. And what you have to do and what I started doing, once I realized I kind of hit a new rock bottom for me, um, as far as my, um, mental state, I started doing what I knew I should be doing and I worked through it. So anytime I wanted a drink, I knew that that was a problem and that had to stop because I was sad and I was depressed and alcohol and that do not mix well, period. I don't care who you are. And so every time I would be tempted to go have a drink, I would sit there and have a conversation with myself and I'm not kidding. I had an out loud conversation with myself. It's something I learned um, when I was in therapy and it, it kind of makes you have a a heart to heart with yourself. And when you look at yourself in the mirror and have a heart to heart, it makes it a lot harder to make bad choices because you literally are working through them in a way that most of the time you just ignore and say YOLO or ooh, self-love, I deserve this. And when you actually realize what you're doing and why you're doing it, it makes it harder to lie to yourself. Um, one of them being, so when I would go and I want a glass of wine because I'm stressed or, or it's three o'clock and I need a glass of whatever it is. I say, okay, Kristen, you're choosing the bad wolf. You are choosing to feed the bad wolf and she is the depressed, anxious, fearful slob. Do you want to be a depressed, anxious, fearful slob? No. 
Okay, well then why are you choosing this? Well, because I want to. Okay, so you want to be a depressed, anxious slob. That's who you want to be. That's who you're choosing to be right now. You're choosing to be the weaker person. You're choosing the bad wolf instead of the good wolf. And when you actually have a conversation like that with yourself, it becomes much harder to do the thing that you want to do. And so that's my, I guess, tip number one is actually start being intentional with your choices. You want to sleep in and not get up early and go to the gym like you should. So you're choosing to gain weight. You're choosing to be an unhealthy person. You're choosing to be lazy. You're choosing the easy way out. You're choosing to be weak. I don't know about you, but that, that kicks me in the butt and makes me not want to be that weak person. And then number two tip that helps me with not only just writing out what the choices that you make is to make that column good wolf bad wolf and the good write down all the things you do during the day that feed the person that you want to be and first of all you have to understand who do you want to be that's the first thing you got to figure out do you want to be depressed and anxious and sad and fearful all the time or do you want to be happy carefree giving flourishing thriving, successful, and have those character traits on each side. So you have your good wolf. For me, that's that successful, happy, thriving, helpful person. And then you have your bad, which is your depressed, anxious, borderline alcoholic. And write down all the things during the day that you do that feed the good wolf. Write it down. I wake up early. I get sunlight on my face. I go for a walk. I go to the gym. I eat healthy. I drink water. I don't have any alcohol. I read 10 pages a day. I read and listen to motivational content. I draw, which I love to do. I XY, write down all of the things that you do that feed that good in you. And then go to the other column and write down all the things that you do to feed the bad. And be honest with yourself. Sleeping in is not self-love. It's not. Sleeping in too late so that you can't have a nutritious breakfast, so that you can't go to the gym, so you can't go to a walk, so you can't start your day off doing something productive. Sleeping in because you're lazy, that's bad. So write that down. Sleeping in. Um, eating a croissant for breakfast because you didn't have time to make uh, a nutritious breakfast. Not going to the gym. Skipping the gym. Not going for a walk. Not getting sunshine. Not spending quality time with my family. Spending too much time on the couch. Spending too much time watching TV. Spend too much time on Instagram. I don't have a bedtime routine. I go to bed too late. I drink too much caffeine. I drink too much alcohol. A lot of tiny things that are, and that's number two, pay attention to the details and look at how much you're doing during the day that you may not even think is contributing and feeding the bad. And that's the thing is people just go through day-to-day actions, maybe not even realizing how important the small details are. I cannot tell you how big of a difference, monumental, that 10 minutes of morning sunshine do to the rest of my day. 10 minutes impacts the 24 hours that I have, night and day difference. The days that I am too lazy to get my butt out of bed, make coffee and go outside for just a minute, just to enjoy the fresh air, my whole day seems rushed and and, and, um, less peaceful, more stressed, not as happy, and I tend to make worse decisions than if I were to get up when my alarm clock rings, not press snooze, wash my face, get some cold water on my face, 
go outside, soak in some sunshine, have my coffee, have some peace and quiet for even five minutes makes a huge difference to my day. So when you're writing down the details of what feeds your good and what feeds your bad, be honest with yourself and don't leave the small details out. Truly, if you work from home and you let that be an excuse to not get ready for the day and stay in your pajamas every now and then on a snowy day, that's fine and it's fun. But if that's your constant, you're not taking care of yourself. You are feeding the bad wolf. And, and I think the point here is that we go through our day-to-day actions because most of them are just habit. Your day-to-day actions, most of them are just something that you've been doing for so long. And if you are depressed, anxious, and unhappy all the time, clearly something has to change. And I think you may be surprised at how many things you write down in that negative column. There is a difference between self-love and self-discipline. And this world has gotten so twisted that we feel that self-love is the most important thing. And we've lost sight of what self-love truly is. Most people put self-love into that column of sleeping in. Having the third margarita because I love myself. I'm going to skip my workout and I'm going to just lay on the couch because self-love. It's It's... It's destructive. The the modern self-love idea is the most destructive thing to your mental health. And you need to become aware of that and you need to change it. The true self-love, true self-love comes in self-discipline. It does. Because you don't even realize how amazing you will feel once you spend 30 days going for a walk every single day, waking up 30 minutes earlier, having a morning and a nighttime routine, reading more instead of watching TV, praying or meditating before bed, having some sort of routine in your life may seem hard when you're depressed and kind of slobby. It may seem like the least, you know, the worst idea. Like all you want to do is kind of lay around and do nothing. But if you can shift your columns, because right now, if you're feeling that way, you probably have way more things on the column of the bad wolf, meaning you're feeding that. That's what's feeding you. That's what is going to, that is going to be your life. You are going to be that depressed, anxious person, borderline alcoholic, but you are going to be that because that's what you're feeding. Shift the column, organize and structure your day to where you have more in that good and write down what you can do to feed that good wolf. Who is that person you want to be? Who is that good wolf? Maybe you've never truly tried being that person and it's new to you and you really need to figure out who that is. Write it down. Do you want to be a better wife, a better mom, more fit, more healthy, more self-disciplined, more successful? What does that person do? Do they sleep in? No, they don't. They wake up early. Write that down. Wake up 30 minutes earlier. Again, it doesn't need to be five hours earlier. Try 30 minutes. That person goes for walks. They're very health-minded because they care about their health because it's an investment in who they are and it makes them feel good. So they go for walks daily. What else do they do? They drink a lot of water. So you need to drink water, a gallon a day. They, they move their bodies 10,000 steps a day. They read self-improvement books. They read good, they read things that are beneficial to them. So as much as you may love your romance novels, I do too. I am not going to say that I don't. I like to read classics, which have a little bit of history and fiction, as well as self-improvement books. 
Mix it up, but read more. A successful person reads more. What does a happy person do? Well, maybe they paint, they explore their creative side. They learn to knit, they learn a new hobby. Okay, I'm gonna spend 15 minutes a day cultivating a new hobby or maybe practicing one I already know. What does a healthy, happy, successful, peaceful person do? They work out, they go to the gym, they relieve stress. So I'm gonna go to the gym. Do they drink a lot of alcohol? No, they do not, period. A successful, happy, thriving person does not drink a lot of alcohol, period. So if you're drinking a lot of alcohol, that needs to stop. Write down that person and what they do. Happy music. They're not listening to the you know, heartbreak track of 2000 when their high school boyfriend broke up with them. You're not listening to crap music. You're not listening to, to garbage TV. You're listening to podcasts. You're listening to maybe your church's sermon. You're listening to meditations. You're listening to a book on tape. You're listening to things that grow that good wolf. You're getting sunshine. You're spending time outside. That thriving, happy, non-depressed person you want to be, she doesn't just, he or she doesn't just come to you. You don't just wake up one day, snap your fingers, and you're happy. I think depression and anxiety is a disease. I truly do. And I truly think some people need way more. And I'm talking, that's what I'm talking. And if you're clinically, clinically have issues where your dopamine and your serotonin and your brain hormones are, your neurons are just not firing right, that's something else. I'm talking about the person who has the blues, you know, here and there, or the COVID blues, and just people in general who, who can't seem to find that success in life when there's nothing really wrong with them. But I guarantee you, you haven't done this. You haven't sat down and, and, and made this list. And it, that's when it's called intentional and you're being active. Again, you can read all the, the you know, fun little quotes. You can make a Pinterest board. You can put a picture of someone you admire on your phone cover. You can read all you want, but unless you are actually doing the actions that it takes and being intentional with your day and checking the list off of your day, did I feed the good wolf today or did I feed the bad wolf? Who was I today? And is that who I want to be? Who was I in the past month? Is that who I want to be? And moving forward, what do I have to do to be that person? It is the easiest thing to do, right? To make this list, to understand where you're at and what you want to do and where you want to be but it's harder to actually do those things. But you need to realize when you wake up in the morning, you need to look at that list and you need to choose who you want to be that day. And when you go to bed that night, you need to look at the list and did you, did you do the things you needed to do to be the person that you wanted to be that day? And if you didn't, that's on you. That isn't the universe, that isn't God, that isn't the world shaming you or handing you a crappy card. That's you not making the choices. We have so much power in our day and in our lives by doing the little things, these small details that seem insignificant that will actually compound to be the most significant thing that you do. It's in your day to day. And so I'm not saying that depression and anxiety and this, this crappy feeling that you may have is easy to overcome, but it's possible. 
and it's possible that you've sat into that depressed kind of funk for too long because you're not willing to face what you actually have to do in the mirror. And that was me. I knew that I had to stop drinking because it's just not beneficial to me in any way. My, my fitness goals or my mental goals. But I didn't want to stop. I was just like, no, I'm going to take the easy way out. And I didn't even think about it. I guarantee you if I had a list in front of me of who I wanted to be and, and where that fell in the list of who I wanted to be, I wouldn't have made the choice for as long as I did. But it was because I was unwilling to make that list and confront my shit that I stuck in that, that, that crap hole for too long. And for me, it was a month. It was literally the whole month of September. October 1st is when I was like, oh my gosh, nope. Girl, we're not doing this. We've been here. We've done that. I am not going to be this person. And it was hard. And, and that first day, I felt amazing. You know, that you ride that high. But the second day, a little harder. I, I was like, crap, I could, I could use a glass of wine and a bubble bath. Screw the gym. <laughs> But you have to go back to the list, go back to the basics, write a list, make freaking check boxes if you have to, and make your day what you want it to be. And it may be very, very hard for the first few days, hell, the first week, maybe even the first month, it may be very hard. But when you become habitual and intentional every day for long enough, it becomes habit and it becomes something you crave and it becomes easy. I actually look forward to the mornings now. In the morning, early morning, I can watch the sunrise, make my coffee, get sun on my face. I crave that. Whereas before, I craved sleeping in. Why? Because the bigger of me was the bad because I was feeding it. Learn what you're feeding. Learn what you're doing. Write it down. Become intentional. And I promise you, if you can start feeding that good more than you feed the bad, you will see the shift. You will see the change. And it's what helped me get out of my stupid COVID funk when I realized I did it to myself. I can't control what happens in the world. The COVID world is literally still the same. There's still the same problems going on in the world, but guess what? I'm happier. I'm healthier. I'm reaching goals. I'm working on business. I'm getting myself to where I want to be in life. The world's still the same. I'm just enjoying it more because of what I'm making my environment look like. So for those of you that are in a funk, I promise you, if you try this and do it, literally do the actions, do the hard work, write the list, make the list, start small, know that you may have a day that you have written down your list, you look at it, you did everything you're supposed to, but you still stumbled in some way. That doesn't mean you throw the list away and give up. It means that you acknowledge where your weakness is. How can you avoid that weakness in the future? And you get back on the horse. I haven't, I haven't been perfect. It's October 10th, I think. Um, 11th. So 11 days into the, um, this new, I mean, it's not really new. It's who I was. And then I kind of fell off track in September. So that's the point. I was this, I am this, this is who I am. But September, I stumbled for a whole month for 30 days. I stumbled like big time, fell on my face multiple times every day for 30 days. But my fitness journey, my health journey has been pretty much my whole life, but very significantly six to seven years. And you have to understand that you will fall. You will make a mistake. You will stumble, but it's what you do with that very next opportunity you have to be better that matters. 
If you give up on yourself and you, the longer you feed that bad wolf, the harder it will be to get out of the hole. But become aware, become intentional. It will be a game changer. I swear it. Daily, small actions will compound into the life that you want, into the feelings that you want. You can be that person. You just have to understand who it is and what that person does. Make a list and get it done. So I hope that this helps somebody. Um, COVID has thrown everyone for a loop. Um, It certainly does not have to be the way that your life is lived. You do not have to succumb to the fear and the depression and the bull crap that the media is pushing. Um, You don't have to hate your neighbor. You don't have to hate your fellow American. No matter what their viewpoint is, all you can do is focus on you and becoming the best you that you can be because truly that is the only hope for this world is if people stop focusing on what others are doing and focus on being better themselves, that's where the winning starts to happen. And so I'm not saying it'll be a perfect journey, nor will it be an easy one, but it is so worth it. Every time I have one of these moments in my life where things don't go perfectly, I'm actually more thankful for them because they teach me more than the times that go smoothly and perfectly. I learn to be grateful for those moments, but as far as life and learning how to grit through some of the tough, you have to go through the tough and you have to get out of it on the other side stronger. And these are just a few things that I do and have done in my life to help me get out of that. So um, I hope that this was helpful to some or one, any of you. Um, I mean, cheers to the next few months of 2020. If the first 10 were crappy for you, focus on making the last few the best that you possibly can make them because your life will seriously only be the better for it. So until next time, um, I will be sharing more of this journey and um, all things fitness and lifestyle through the podcast. Um, We're definitely back on track. I had to take uh, a month or two to get my own life together. So um, as always, I'll be sharing all the good and all the bad. But until next time, um, just make sure to take care of yourself.